Welcome to Fistball Inside, the podcast magazine of the International Fistball Association. Yeah, it's the podcast after the competitions managers meeting in Birmingham, Alabama to prepare the World Games 2022. And with me, as always, it's Chris, our Secretary General. Hi, Chris. Hi, Jan, and hello again, Fistball World. Yeah, Chris, we are already on the way back leaving Birmingham after plenty of full days with new informations, with venue visits, uh, all the things. What pops up to your mind when you think about these competition manager meeting and the upcoming World Games? Uh, that's quite easy. That's only one thing. I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to the World Games next July. It will be really, really cool games and everyone should attend the, uh, the games next July here in Birmingham, Alabama. I can only echo that. It's my first time in, in Birmingham. You have already been here how many times? It was the third time already. Yeah, and it's uh, the venue will be incredible. In the, bus, uh, in the Birmingham Southern College, uh, the housings are next to the arena and the grandstands of the arena could be filled with plenty of fans. So there is opportunities there is uh, really a cool city with a big history and we have explored a little bit of that um, yeah where should we start uh, telling a little bit about the story we did in Birmingham mm, I would start uh, right with the information for the athletes and for spectators let's start at the venue probably uh, yeah you mentioned a few things for the athletes and all the officials, I guess that will be really, really cool that, uh, yeah, just the motto, live where you work or live where you play. And uh, as you said, Jörn, uh, the stay of the athletes is next to the fistball competition area. Uh, the dining area is there as well. And not only the fistball players are located at the Birmingham Southern College. Uh, there are much more athletes from different sports. It will feel like the Olympic Village, I would say. Uh, definitely, and there are two Olympic Village, to, to name it that way, or two World Games Villages. Um, that's uh, the University of Alabama, uh, that's another location, but uh, within our campus there are, uh, I think, at least 10 different sports located, uh, and uh, this is also the venue, for, for example, for the sports of Wushu and Jiu Jitsu and Karate and Orienteering also has competitions there. So uh, there will be plenty of uh, yeah, by walking athletes, by walking sportsmen and women who will probably join also our competition for fistball. Uh, so it's a little bit, mm, let's say it's 10 minutes from downtown, but uh, it's really nearby. In, talking about American distances, it's just around the corner. Uh, 10 minutes in a maximum. Uh, if highway is free, it's just five to six minutes, I yeah. would say. And there's a transportation uh, system, a shuttle is uh, permanent going between BSC, Birmingham Southern College, and uh, downtown to the World Games Plaza. So all athletes and officials will have the chance to attend all the other um, 
uh, the other things located in Birmingham in the city center. Definitely, and uh, in the city center, that's uh, also where we have been uh, next to uh, um, during the last days. Uh, it's a protective stadium. Uh, that's the place of the opening and the closing ceremony. Really, a show you should look for, and you should just arrive in time uh, on the opening day of the seventh of July. Uh, it's um, at eight. PM, the show you have definitely to attend. We have seen some of the visions for that opening ceremony. A great stage, many musicians, a great story they will tell uh, because there is a story to be told in Birmingham. But let's, before we come to the story of Birmingham, a little bit more focus on the venue. Uh, what else should we match? Two fields of play? We have two fields of play, of course, some warm up courts. Uh, the two match courts, um, yeah, they are located not next to each other. There's a small distance in between of, I would say, three to four hundred meters. But of course, uh, everything is prepared uh, to offer the athletes the best conditions possible. And, and this, the good thing is, uh, with these courts not being really next to each other, there are two presenters, there are two really music um, directors uh, taking care of uh, that both pitches are on the same, not, not maybe not the real same level, but with grandstands both, uh, with presentations, and uh, that's, that's really a cool thing. Yeah, on the uh, center court number one, uh, there's also a big video LED screen. Uh, we will have, or we will get, uh, an awesome live TV coverage starting from the semi-finals and uh, we are still working that also the preliminary matches on court number one will be broadcasted live uh, for all of you staying at home and yeah that's why I'm looking forward to the World Games next July. And currently these both pitches are used, one is used for, for women's soccer, uh, college uh, soccer like they name it here um, is, is really popular um, and many other uh, sport venues and many other teams in that college are really on a high level. Basketball for example where we will use their changing rooms. Um, so it's, yeah, it's not everything is nearby but it's, it's a walking distance. It's yeah. really um, it's a big campus and uh, everything is just within the campus. Also the Katerina, uh, the catering. Indeed, yeah. So I would say uh, it will be a little bit different than all our football athletes uh, knows it from other events, but it will be really cool uh, and it will be a cool experience for all of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and there's a lake also inside. It's, it's a really a well-feeling atmosphere. Uh, they can look forward to. Yeah. It's a cool flair there, very young flair I would say uh, and in July it will be very um, crowded, many people will be there and yeah probably the feeling will be more like at a festival probably. Yeah but no students, uh, the students have uh, their time out at that time yeah. and uh, so all the housings will be filled uh, with the athletes and also the accommodation uh, for the referees and uh, the other officials uh, is within the campus. So that's, that's everything really close by and um, due to the fact that we have a morning session and an afternoon session at least in the preliminary round uh, there will be plenty of time uh, with the fact that we have just one match per day per team uh, to explore the city and to really um, 
see the history and feel the history of Birmingham. Uh, that's also what we did uh, during the last days. So we visited several locations, really must-see locations, like the 16th Street Baptist Church and the Civil Rights Institute uh, locations. You will feel how the world was totally different 50 years ago. Uh, and even there's a connection to this time, uh, the Black Lives Matters um, movement, and uh, that's also very much located in the city. And yeah, uh, amazing history, interesting history. The Civil Rights uh, Museum was one of my highlights, I would say, and yeah, it made me speechless. That's the best description, I would say. What would you like to tell about the Barber Vintage Motorsport Museum? Incredible museum. I'm not uh, used to go to that many museums, to be honest, but uh, it's worth uh, going to the museums right here in Birmingham or Alabama in general. Um, Barber Motorcycle uh, Museum, I've never seen such a museum before. More than 1,200 different motorcycles uh, from the different decades. Wow, it was so amazing being there and uh, also Formula One vehicles uh, old Lotus Formula One uh, vehicles, so really interesting, even you're not interested in motorsport. That was really, really cool to go there. And this will also be one of the locations uh, for one of the sports, uh, it's Airsport, uh, which is located uh, next to that because there's a track also, an IndyCar racetrack, uh, and we learned much about that. What else should we mention for the moment? Really great expectations, great shows uh, to be uh, that have been announced. We will keep you up informed uh, about all the details. Uh, we would like to produce the next bulletin with more detailed information, let's say at the beginning of next year. That's probably the time as soon as possible. Uh, let's do it as uh, that way. What to mention uh, more from Birmingham, I would say to summarize, really cool games. Um, the last World Games edition in 2017 has been the media games. The editions before were the, the games with a really cool flair, I would say, and the aim of the Birmingham Organizing Committee and IWJ, the World Games Association, is to combine all these uh, things from the past. So it will be the media games and uh, the cool flair games, I would translate it, and that's why uh, I'm really happy to be part of the organizing team from the Fistball side and, uh, and I only can recommend everyone to join us uh, for the World Games next year. And yeah, it's still a plenty of work for us, of course, but... And it's a plenty of work also for our listeners because uh, once again, the World Games Association and the media department, they wrote on our uh, list to be done that they only can really share and promote the stories of you athletes going to the World Games if they know about that. Uh, the Americans' way of 
really anticipating sport, it's a little bit different. It's uh, more about story storytelling, and uh, there are plenty of stories also in the Facebook community to be told on the way to Birmingham. The road to Birmingham hashtag should be used uh, on every post uh, you do, uh, our Facebook community is doing, and we need you to really uh, make our sport happen in the TV stations in the United States. And there will be possibilities, we have learned about that. Uh, Indeed, yeah, uh, very important topic. Uh, first of all, uh, there's a cool uh, broadcasting within the US. It's on CBS network. There's a big coverage of the World Games and um, the IWGA is still working on selling TV rights also to other areas of the world. And I'm pretty sure there will be a good, very good TV presence in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, for example, or in Europe in general, as well as in South America, which are our core markets, I would say. And uh, the aim is to bring the world games in every part, in every country of the world, so every one of our listeners can look forward. And I'm hoping and crossing my fingers that also our fistball matches will be live broadcasted in as many countries as possible. And I think from the TV perspective, the highlight is this one-hour daily show on CBS on the on that TV channel. Uh, the uh, it, it might be old-fashioned uh, because it's not the digital way, but uh, it, this is with a broad um, spectators. Uh, numbers it's incredible if we manage to go there with one of the highlights during uh, the 10 days of competition uh, it's really cool yeah there will be a 24 7 uh, live streaming on olympic channel so uh, the world games are not only fistball it's uh, in total i guess 31 32 different sports uh, plenty to see here and uh, plenty to explore and for all sport lovers many different sports to explore for the moment we are um, back on our way to atlanta where you landed uh, which probably might be the destination where many of the europeans fly in because uh, it's close by it's two and a half hours uh, now we are with the rental car back uh, to the airport and uh, yeah that's time to say a little bit goodbye to birmingham i'm uh, looking forward to see you again and as always at the end and don't forget together we are fistful, fistful.